Welcome back to Walker in the Wastes. Where last we left Elwood, Dr. Lockhart, Samantha the Dark Witch, Victor Harvey, (laughs) and Carissa, the most competent one of the lot. (laughs) (laughs) That's worrying. (laughs) True. She's so far the only one who's done her actual job on this trip, which was some archaeology. The rest of you have all been like, dark gods, wizards! I mean, no one died because of polar things yet, and that was my entire purpose. I'll have you know, Naveen was doing very well at her job. She was. I think Simon goes against her job description. What? What? Dying. Dying goes against her job description. Depends on the cause. She did die eradicating Ithaqua's presence from uh, northern Alaska. So... I'm not saying it wasn't a good death. <laughs> but where I left you all, you have just arrived back at the lodge. The unseasonable snow that has been plaguing northern Alaska has finally started to melt. So it made the last bit of journey by dog sledge somewhat difficult. As the snow is very melting. Uh, Irene Lockhart. But you are now back at the hunting lodge that Dr. Barrow uh, rented as your primary expedition headquarters. Uh, Your plan, I believe, was to check Dr. Barrow's belongings, uh, possibly rifle through Naveen's belongings and uh, Alexander's belongings, and then use the phone that this place has to maybe call for a faster mode of transport than dog sledges through the countryside, with no snow. Yep. So you're currently in the kitchen. The fire has been stoked and is roaring, because it is still quite chilly, even though the snow is melting. What are people doing? Uh, Elwood, what are you doing first? Um, sorry, what time of day is it? It's probably about mid-afternoon. Um, I'm probably not doing a lot. I'm just waiting for everyone. If we're all con gang, then I guess we'll be having a conversation about what our next steps are. I'm not specifically doing something myself. Okay, well, congregate and talk. Sam is hungry. Sam has been like locked up in pretty bad, <clears throat> bad conditions for a while. So he's going instantly over to the food supplies and rifling through to find like um... red meats and. Fresh vegetables. And finds nothing because Carissa cooked it all up. Yeah, I was going to say. I didn't cook it all. I was going to say, I I, I offered to to cook up, rustle up some bacon sandwiches. Have we got bacon? Uh, Roll your luck, Carissa. Roll your bacon dice. Sam is, is very expectant now that the offer of bacon sandwiches is on the table. Come on, bacon dice. Yes, bacon dice. Yep. Carissa <laughs> seems to know where all the food is located. She opens a the cupboard. There's bread, there's bacon, there's slabs of cheese. She starts working away at the hob. Of all me, um, your intelligence, please, Carissa. Right. How long have we been gone? <laughs> You've only been gone a couple of, You've only been gone about 48 hours. Oh, okay. Fair what? enough. Yeah, the, the kitchen soon starts to smell with um, the, the lovely sense of toasting bread. Bacon, sausages, black pudding. Sam is not drooling, but it's a close thing. Okay, Carissa is cooking. Everyone else, decide what you're going to do. 
Can I get bacon mancy added to my skill sheet as well? <laughs> bacon mancy. <laughs> bacon hunting. I just, I just feel like bacon mancy is my, my repeated success here. Sam, Sam is going to sit at the table, like, plate in front of her, eagerly awaiting food, and every now and again she's going to glance at the rest and go, so, so we're back? We wanted to... I mean, I don't, I don't, time is kind of the essence. Don't get me wrong, I'm hungry. Um, but did we want to go through everybody's stuff? It feels a bit weird, but... Well, it's, it's, well, it's that way you can go and pay the respects to the grave we dug for you outside. I mean... I actually kind of like that idea, to be honest. I mean, how many times do you get to pay respects to your own grave? It's true. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I want. I want to take that off my bucket list. So before we go, I will definitely go and pay respects to myself. And meanwhile, like, so, <coughs> I, do we want to the doctor's room? We need to try and find some way of, I don't know, working out who who can access funds or something. Now, maybe there's something in there about in his notes. I think perhaps. Regarding funds, it might be worthwhile looking into something we can spend those funds on. I mean, does anyone know who we can contact regards aircraft? Um, I imagine we can we can call the aerodrome back at what what city did we come from again? Was it Anchorage? Anchorage. We could call up Anchorage and see if they could arrange a contract to come pick us up. Do they do charter flights? If you give him enough money. Does anyone have the contact details? Um, I reckon we could... <laughs> it's 1930. You pick up the telephone and go, Operator, put me through to this person, please. Yeah. Okay. I've not I've not actually been here apart from as apparently a reanimated fake corpse. So I don't know where the phone is. So unless is you guys someone, have any idea? If someone perhaps could point me to the phone, I'm not sure that uh, <laughs> it would be right of me to rifle through your friend's belongings yeah I Sam doesn't have any compunction about rifling through people's stuff I mean if if you guys don't want to I mean I'll it's for the good it's for a good cause I'll do it the phone is in Dr. Barrow's study well the room Dr. Barrow was using as a study Mm -hmm. so uh, Irene is going to toddle off to the phone what is everyone else doing I'm waiting for my sandwich (laughs) <laughs> well, uh, Carissa rolled a six on their cooking skill, so uh, the sandwich is sandwich. fucking amazing. Oh my god! Sandwich is like, oh, like those like sandwiches where you have an extra layer of bread in the middle, and then just oh. of bacon and sausages oh. and pudding, toasted, dripping with grease. Sam is looking butter. at Carissa with hungry eyes. Have you just given me a cooking <laughs> skill? <right there? laughs> I did. I did indeed. Do I take this one then? You may take it. Oh my Russ. god! <laughs> Cooking skill. Russ, it between a kind of benevolent GM can perhaps people between... partaking in said bacon sandwiches get a little bit of sanity back. <laughs> I was about to come to that. Everyone who is partaking of bacon sandwich, bacon. you may have three points of sanity. What if I eat three bacon sandwiches? <laughs> You only get three points of sanity. It's not first sandwich. It's it's the calming relief if you're in a safe place. The cold, the yee isn't running loose because you know it's still trapped in the black block of ice. 
or at least the one you, you know about. There's a bit I mean, of morality. Sam is, I'm going to be honest, I don't have much sanity left, so I would, if I had to, I would eat a lot of sandwiches right now. <laughs> I, just, I just love the fact that Carissa rolled a sanity check for some reason. <laughs> <Got 19. laughs> I didn't realise I wasn't in edit mode, so I accidentally clicked the field to well, you got that Got uh, that out of the way at least. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I should keep that 99 for Carissa's next roll. Uh, she's cooking another sandwich for Sam. She swears that it opens up and there's teeth and it's like... <laughs> okay, the, uh, the Iron Range has just devoured Carissa. Um, <laughs> Sam is going to pick up her second sandwich. In the kitchen. Right. So after bacon sandwiches have been royally enjoyed, Irene heads to the telephone. Um... Elwood, whose belongings are you going to go rifle through? Um, well, I would go and go through Dr. Barrow's, I guess. So you're going to Dr. Barrow's room. Um, Victor, where are you going? I would follow either Elwood or Sam to lend a hand. Sam, whose belongings are you going to rifle through first? Naveen or Alexander? The the plain man or the spy woman? Hey! Sorry, the, uh, the diplomatic attaché. Whatever it was she was hired to do. Fuck it, then. I, Sam will go to Naveen's room. She was like, I will, I will search the woman who had no smelling salts' room. <laughs> She'll take a bacon sandwich with her. She's chewing on it as she goes. Carissa, what are you going to do? Um, look at Alex's stuff or help with Dr. Bowers? I don't know, actually. Um, I go help with Dr. Barrows. Okay. I'm still confused why Dr. Barrow didn't already name a second-in-command successor, um, power of attorney, or similar. For... Dr. Elwood's in charge if Dr. Barrow yeah. is incapacitated or not here. That's how so he does work. So we do actually have full access to all the funds. You don't know, though. Um, he's never really discussed how, you know, he, he was like, Dr. Elwood's in charge if I'm off on a dig. He didn't really plan for if I go insane or die. <laughs> and, want, and light dynamite on fire in the middle of a table. Look, he had a very important plan. Blow up all the evil people. Everyone. I mean, he kind of had a blast on this trip, I guess. So. Okay, Irene, um, you get through to the aerodrome in Anchorage. It takes about 15 minutes because you have to talk to the operator who then has to connect you to the operator in Anchorage who then has to connect you to the aerodrome and you have to wait for someone to answer. But eventually you get through to someone and they would love to know how they can help. Mom. Um, first of all, has anyone told Irene where we are? <laughs> Uh, oh no, we we looked at the map, didn't we? Yeah, we we, we had a map when we were planning things out. I just don't know what this specific location is actually called. You are in Fairbanks, the hunting there we the go, Fairbanks, hunting lodge outside Fairbanks. Okay. Um, hello, Anchorage. Yes. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is Doctor Irene Lockhart. Um, we've had a complication. Um. I believe that uh, a expedition flew from your airport recently. Um, 
to land at the Fairbanks Manor. Um, we have subsequently lost our pilot and aircraft uh, in an unforeseen accident. Um, oh, I am very sorry to hear that, Miss. We would very much appreciate if uh, if an emergency aircraft could be dispatched to um, uh, give us alleviation efforts and transportation in place of... I don't really have an emergency aircraft, Mom. I mean, if you want to hire a plane, I can facilitate hiring a... Um, seeing if any of the local pilots will fly out to you. But we don't really have an emergency service. I assume you all made it back to your lodgings safely if you're on the telephone with me. Um, you would be correct, yes. Um, I can see if any of the private uh, pilots would like to take a contract to fly out to you and fly you back to Anchorage. Um, there isn't much choice at the moment, I'm afraid. Most of our local pilots have been hired to go out to endurance by the FBI um, and the local sheriff. But um, there's a couple still in town. Their planes are of the smaller kind, um, slightly larger, however, because obviously the small, fast ones got hired by the FBI to get them out of endurance quickly. Of course. That's completely understandable. Okay, will you be available on this number? Uh, yes, certainly. Uh, we'll have to give you a call back. I will go and chat to a couple of the pilots who are still in town, and I'll call you back as soon as I hear from them. Uh, of course. Uh, may I ask who I'm speaking to? I'm Laura. I'm just the secretary here at the aerodrome. Thank you ever so much for your time, Laura. I look forward to your phone call. Uh, it might be a couple of hours, but I'll call back as soon as... Oh, uh, can, I, can I get your location? You said a manor in Fairbanks? Yes. Um, is that the hunting lodge? Sorry, yes, the hunting lodge. Right, okay, cool. It's, so I was like, I'm sure you understand we're all a little shaken after the... Yes, recent. of course, of course. Okay. Um Everything's going on out there at the moment. Um, apparently there's been some sort of massive explosion at a private aerodrome in endurance, and now you guys have had a plane crash, and uh, the clock tower exploded here in um, Anchorage. It's all a bit crazy. The... Uh, I think I've had enough news for one day <laughs> for the moment, Laura. Anyway, um, thank you. I, I will call you back as soon as I hear from my pilots. Thank you ever so much, Laura. Take care. Hey, she hangs up. Meanwhile... In a Dr. Barrow's bedroom. What's with that expression, Sam? Nate, what did you do to the clock tower? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. You're like, if, it, if I can't be in the tall place, <laughs> no one can. <laughs> oh, dear. I mean, Elwood is going to be devastated when he hears the clock tower is no more. I'll be okay, I think. I was more enjoying your 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 GM excitement around. Oh no, sorry, all of the good pilots are gone. We've got one-eyed McGee over here with his biplane. He can come out. <laughs> you have to sit on the wings, I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the drunkest pilot ever, you know. Well, the FBI hired the small, fast plane, so you're probably going to get like some guy who like does I don't know newspaper deliveries or something. It, it, it'll be like the Tom Baker Blackadder style. <laughs> Oh, you have a woman's leg. <laughs> anyway, uh, Carissa and Elwood, you enter Dr. Barrow's bedroom. Um, his luggage is here. His writing desk has several books stacked on it. Um, please, 
search the room with some spot of the hiddens. A hidden spot. <gasps> you find his diary. It explains everything. Containing his passwords and bank account details. <laughs> For some reason, his passwords one, two, three, four, five. Carissa L- makes it her luggage. His password is password. You find the journal of Dr. Alfred Bauer. <laughs> <laughs> it's now in your handouts. Thank you. Uh, it contains, among other things, uh, it, it looks like it's it's quite... This is volume eight you've got. Jeebus. Wow. He's been writing them since he was 12. He was in his 50s. Ah, oh, there it is. Um, sorry, Bungle. I haven't transferred this handout to the game. It won't take me a moment to do so. It's okay. No, it will take him many moments. Good God. All of the moments. All of this time to roleplay. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna rate you lower on TripAdvisor for this delay, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> God, can you imagine if Roll20 put in a rate your DM function? I think they do. Already have that. They really? They? I'm pretty sure they do. <laughs> Everyone rates high out of fear the character gets killed. No, I'm pretty sure they do. Because <laughs> rate they... me well, damn it. North Korean rate... rating me. I don't want to be rated. I think there is a feedback system, if I remember correctly. Can I rate my DM? <laughs> don't rate me. I'm the best DM. We'll rate you good. Yeah. Only killed one and a half of my characters. 3.5 out of 5. Adequate. Leaning on good. <laughs> we'll, we'll buy again. <laughs> A++++. Great seller. TMJ. Oh my god. Do, do, Prompt A++++. Delivery. Plus, 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 great seller. I literally copy-pasted that for all of my feedback on eBay. <laughs> like oh, maybe yeah. 150 feedback, all exactly the same. <laughs> My darling, darling Carissa, you find a cloth-bound book. It's wrapped in light blue and has a very odd symbol on the front of it. If you look in Mythos Tomes, you now have access to the handout. (laughs) We didn't drive him insane at all. Uh, oh. Oh, it was Dr. Barrow all along. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, as you are searching, you also, uh, Nathan, because you rolled uh, hard success, find his admin book. It's like a small little black book listing things like um, uh, expedition budget, all of that, money, uh, contacts back at the university, people to talk to, phone numbers for his secretary. Uh, most of the budget seems to have been being spent on or earmarked for Alexander and his plane and equipment that has been purchased. That's a Is shame. A ah, of... About that. <laughs> is there a big line of Alex's drinking bill? Uh, there is a large line for Alex's drinking bill and a note that says deducted from Alex's final payment. <laughs> <laughs> final payment. <laughs> 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 
I mean, Alex ain't getting paid anymore. He crashed and exploded his plane. Not whoa, 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 whoa. Alex never crashed the plane. He landed it just fine in Thakwa's hand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if Thakwa plucked it out of the sky. Like I'm, was... I'm sorry, I would not sit down idly if you say that Alex <laughs> crashed the plane. Alex flew perfectly to the point where she exploded. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, meanwhile, in Naveen's bedroom, Victor and Samantha, roll me your spot the hidden things. This is somewhat awkward. Watch out for guns. No. <laughs> I'm going to throw all bags onto the ground. <laughs> Just assume that everything has a gun in it. Okay. You start rootling through Naveen's bedroom. Uh, you... Uh, let, oh, I can't see what people's... Uh, okay, Victor got the hard success. Victor, you find a diary oh. and a letter of commission to British military intelligence. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The diary is written in some sort of weird cipher, so it's completely ineligible to you. Oh. Uh, <laughs> You also discover uh, developed photos of the what looks like some sort of cultist hideout. Well, it's written on the back. It says cultist hideout, but it doesn't say where. It's like some log cabins in the wood. Wait a minute! It's this cabin. You also find a. Uh, Box of films. They haven't been used, but they're Kodak films, like spare ones. I think for myself, Elwood will like these. There is no sign of the camera, however, because Naveen was carrying that when she died. Boom. Um, Samantha. Yes. You find this. Oh, no. It's sitting on her bedside table. There is a copy of Etiquette for Ladies and a cloth-bound green book that is now in your journal. Oh, yay. Oh, it's the fucking Etiquette for Ladies thing that you sent me right before we started this campaign, right? You need to act like this. <laughs> no one, No one ever reads the Etiquette books I send them. Hang on, isn't didn't Etiquette for Ladies last time have a gun with a hair trigger in? Yeah, it did. <laughs> this is another copy of Etiquette for Ladies. Sam is going to look at this copy of the book <laughs> and just <laughs> stand as far back as she, she can look around and see if there's like a, an umbrella or something in the room, like a long stick. Like you thing. get the window pole. Yeah, and she's going to reach over to the the book with the pole and then flip the cover up. Victor, you oh, see the uh, not knocking off the table. Yeah, roll dexterity to not knock it off the table. Oh, why did you say that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, apparently, uh, Sam is a dab hand with window poles. Victor, yep. you see Sam like pick up this window pole, spin it around really dramatically, and then gently lift the cover <laughs> of the book. There is indeed another Derringer inside the book. <laughs> 
Christ. I'm used to what a drama queen Sam can be by this point, so make no comment. Sam is That does appear to be a real book. Sam is going to um, decock the, the Derringer. It is loaded with two shots. There are some spares in here. It's clearly an emergency Derringer. Yeah, she's going to decock it, pull it out, and then put it, like, tuck it into her boot and pocket the spare ammunition and then pick up the other book. I'm going to have to add Derringer to your character sheet How now. many bloody yeah. emergency Derringers did she have? She's got like a bookcase full of emergencies. She, she had two hidden in books. Yep. We just get throughout this campaign. We're just gonna every single book we come across, <laughs> just in case. Naveen might have touched this book. <laughs> we go into a factory. There's hundreds of copies of Etiquette for Women. And it's just like, oh no, <laughs> oh my god, nobody move. <laughs> It's basically how French gun shops work. You just walk into a shop and you're like, ah, bonjour, I would like a weapon. And it's like, which book would you like? And they're all the fucking <laughs> Hang on, World 20 has crashed on me. I'm going to have to reload. Oh, no. Yeah, like yeah. Okay, uh, Victor, what are you, are you looking through any of these books? Um, or letters that you have picked up? Well... The letter was pretty self-evident what it is. Yeah. The book was in a completely undecipherable cipher for a woodsman. Even if I'm a very intelligent woodsman, there is an actual skill for this sort of shit in Call of Cthulhu, and I don't have that skill. You indeed do not. So, my response would be, hmm, Sam... I found some things I think we should show the others. Yeah, I'm I'm beginning to wonder about this like person that you hired to replace me. I don't I'm not I'm not sure I see how her skill set I think I can see how it's very useful and I also think we might have an in with the British when we swing by, potentially. Um you, what what do you mean? What what have you got over there? I show Sam the letter of what you might call it, uh, British intelligence. Oh, they're going to be very upset if we do get in touch and say, "Hey, not only do we know you exist, but um, this person's dead." Or maybe they'll offer to actually help bankroll us continuing this investigation if they thought sending someone along was important enough. True. We could swing that. Okay, should we should we go find the others? Do you think there's anything else in here? I do not think there is, unless we rolled an extreme spot hidden, which we didn't. Okay, let's let's go. I actually want to make a phone call. Do you want to catch up with um, two of them? I'm going to head for the phone. Okay, that sounds fair. As you are leaving, you see the door to Doctor Barrow's room is open. Uh, Nathan, you've been leasing through this admin book. Carissa, what have you been doing? You've been looking at the book you found. Um, I was actually going to ask you, um, should I be reading anything further than the book mechanics? Cause no, stop on the book mechanics. That's as far as you should go. It should say, yeah, do not turn the page. Yeah, I was like, I have a feeling, but I'll check. <laughs> yeah, so you can read up to there. 
so that's fine. But yeah, you, I mean, essentially, in practice, you're just leafing through the books. So you haven't had time to read it. All uh, right. You're probably turning in, looking at the pretty pictures, like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> pretty pictures of, of yeah. <laughs> well, if it's anything like my book, the bastard had the balls to write in English, and it's going to take six days to read it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, to be fair, given given the linkage between the occult and like archaeological significance and everything some of this probably i'm looking at pictures going seen it seen it seen it oh <laughs> seen it, seen it. Right, sam is gonna head past dr barrow's room and head for the telephone that's apparently downstairs okay, you're heading yeah okay i will do victor first victor you walk in on carissa and elwood hello hello <laughs> <laughs> Scandalous! <laughs> you should shoot them both, Victor. Why would I do that when I have to personal? Hello, Victor. Hello. Um, we found some things which are fairly interesting from our dearly departed Naveen. Oh, okay. What have you found? She was working for British intelligence. That's interesting. Hmm. Considering we're planning to swing by London anyway, it might be worth trying to make contact. Would, would we not just... I mean, I mean maybe. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure how that might go, if I'm honest. But It's just a thought. Uh, I'm not always good with these sorts of things. People are not my forte, Elwood. Yeah, m- me neither. I just, uh, just in my head, I think... If this, if she was indeed a spy, and you were just like saying, "Hey, we we found a dead spy," I'm not sure it's the best icebreaker. I don't think so much she was a spy for spying on us, as so much as she was an agent working with us in secret. I mean, it might look a bit weird that we have discovered that she is this, and she's also dead, yeah. and we're the only ones that can corroborate how she died. Was my thinking. That is a fair point. I may have been being too idyllic in my thinking. He is, after all, just an innocent country lumberjack. And I'm okay. He's okay, yeah. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to say it, and Craig did not disappoint. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the lounge, um, you've just got off the phone. Um, Irene, when the door opens and Sam sticks her head inside. Um, Dr. Lockhart, you, did you have any luck? Um, well, I guess the phrase sort of comes to mind. Um, I spoke to a wonderful woman um, at the aerodrome. She's looking into... Trying to get us a pilot and an aircraft. Unfortunately, most of the light, speedier aircraft are have been uh, sent to the aerodrome, uh, as per order of the FBI. So, yeah, it might be some time. Um, uh, there was a clock tower that exploded in Anchorage as well, apparently. Oh, 
I, I don't know if that had anything to do with the exploding plane, or I, I don't know. I, I, mean, I doubt it. I mean, it was nowhere nearby, but that, I mean, we we visited the clock tower when we were there, but I, do I, I don't see do you how have that had a habit any... of causing things to explode. I, mean... I I can't see how this is related to us at all. Like. And it exploded. Anyway, I so you reckon a couple of hours maybe we'll hear back? Because I, I still think a plane is the fastest option, even if it is a slower one, it's still gonna be faster than over land or anything well, you, you else. You would be the expert on this, I would assume. Yeah, it, it's certainly even a larger plane. I mean I planes aren't my thing, but I know how long it would take us to go by land and it'd be a it'd be a long trek. With no snow, you're either going to have to find horses or a car. Yeah, it'll take us and a while. There aren't really many cars in Anchorage. Oh, well, in this part of Alaska. <laughs> like, um, I've got a car in Seattle. <laughs> I um, Do you mind if I use the phone? I'm going to try and... Oh, uh, of course. Be, be my guest. Uh, I would request that you not be on there too long, though. We're waiting for a phone call from the aerodrome. I have a feeling that my the two calls I want to make are either going to go really well and be really fast, or go really badly and be really fast. So, who are you calling, Sam? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk this out. I with with um, Doctor Lockhart. I'm like I most practical one. I'm going to try and phone my personal solicitor in London and see if I can convince them that I'm not dead. Um, they at least know me and know my voice, so maybe maybe I can make that work. Um. I, the I, other, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and phone my partner um, and convince them that I'm not dead. Mm. We didn't leave things very well. I my I might have made a poor decision deciding to to stick with this group. Um, they didn't agree. They wanted me to stay to change the way I worked before and stay home and not stop and stop wandering around the world and put myself at risk. And I told myself this would be the last time and, you know, it'd be fine. I had to do it for everyone else. It's for a good cause. And then <laughs> maybe 24 hours after me, sending that message i was apparently dead i i have a feeling this is going to be a um hard conversation or hilarious <laughs> Does, <laughs> they don't have that kind of sense of humor but where's this voice come from <laughs> you look in the ceiling and they draw the and they're all listening like a cup they want to gossip. hear it gossip Sam, um, it's an unusual situation. Not unheard of, though. There have been missing person reports which have come through wrong. Um, I've had a patient before who was in a similar situation um, where they were lost for a number of time abroad. And uh, they came home six months later, and their whole family had moved on. I'm not going to say this is going to be easy, but the time frame is short. And if your partner loves you the way you love them, 
I'm sure you'll be able to work something out. It just might take time. It is an unusual situation. Thank you. I... Yeah, well... Do I just gotta try and make the call first. Or do you want your privacy? I... I'll be alright for now. You go... Go see how the others are doing. If I... I, I, I think some space might be good for now. I, I might of speak course. about it later, but I don't, I don't unload with the others well. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll. Doctor Lockhart is going to go and prepare the fainting couch. <laughs> um, Doctor Lockhart kind of places a, a, a reassuring hand on Sam's shoulder um, and just kind of nods. I'll be here if you need me. Whenever you. you need me. And Sam's gonna take, take a deep breath. Doctor Lockhart walks out. And they okay. said, um, "I will come back to you in a moment, Sam. What are you doing, Doctor Lockhart?" Uh, I did not eat, so I'm going to follow the smell of the delicious bacon and see if there's um, see if there's bacon left. Roll your luck. Oh. Sam ate all the bacon. Oh. Bacon! Um, there is a fully made bacon sandwich under a little cover. Clearly, Carissa left you one. It was Aww, hidden from Sam. She couldn't see it. You little gem. It was clearly hidden from Sam. Um, Elwood, Victor, and Carissa, are you heading downstairs to find the others? Uh, yes. <clears throat> yeah, yes, that makes sense. That's a plan. Yeah. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You find Dr. Irene Lockhart in the kitchen. Wait, is this like the custard creams? Do we also have to have our mouth full of food? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hang on. If I put this pretzel in my mouth, I'll be able to understand them. Hang on. <laughs> okay. Roll your firearms. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, being really bad at this, you've just emptied all the gunpowder out of the bullets and just tossed it into the fire, taking out the most dangerous people at one explosion. Well done. <laughs> Sam is clearly not dangerous. <clears throat> anyway, uh, you find Irene enjoying a back and sandwich. Back and sandwich. Um. So I found um, what looks to be Dr. Barrow's journal. Um, it's quite large and will take some time to consume, but we have it. I also found um, an admin book of sorts, which outlines all of the budgets. Yes. <laughs> outlines all of the budgets and, and, and stuff they had and the contacts from the university. So we should be able to leverage some of that if we need to. That's good news. Yes. <laughs> That is good news. The door from the front hall opens. And a lady walks in. She's dressed in a very beautiful fur coat, scarf. There's a couple of gentlemen following behind her, and she looks. Uh, Dr. Elwood? Hello. She slaps you. (laughs) I take the slap. That's for killing Samantha. Now, where are her... Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no! (laughs) 
<laughs> Holy shit! Um, I think he'll find her on the phone. Very much alive, I might add. <laughs> oh. Well, Dr. Elwood, I rescind the slap. Where's this phone? I point. <laughs> <laughs> she, 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 she disappears through this door. Oh, God. And uh, she, the two gentlemen who came with her um, kind of nod at you. Uh, like, uh, sorry about that. Uh, Miss Fairview has been a little bit distraught since she received the news in Halifax. Understandable. I, I sit down and <laughs> recover from my slap. Oh, you mean you're not going to come and follow and listen at the <laughs> fucking door when this happens? <laughs> I, I don't think we'll, I don't think we'll need to be way. anywhere near the door. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'm Lawrence Tillengast, um, Miss Fairview's secretary. Are you mixing games? <laughs> yep, that's his name. Thanks for all my money. <laughs> Technically, it was Samantha's secretary, but you know she inherited everything, so. And this is Justin Everhart. Um, he flew us up here from Anchorage. <gasps> a pilot! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was not a Very nice to meet you all. Uh, we've heard a lot about you, mostly about how you recklessly got Samantha killed. So um, I'm glad to find out that was clearly a miscommunication somehow. Um, Definitely a Irene raises her hands a little. Uh, I, I just got here. And you are? Uh, Dr. Irene Lockhart. Pleasure to uh, meet pleasure you. Pleasure to meet you, Dr. Lockhart. And it's Miss Carissa, isn't it? Yes. Uh, where's Dr. Barrow? Um, Dr. That's Irene, a good question. Dr. Irene Lockhart kind of walks forward um, and gives the classic, like, you know, doctor's face of about to give bad news. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Victor, realising he hasn't been noticed, just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, it's like the bed all over again. Just <laughs> um, There was an unfortunate accident involving Dr. Barrow. I believe the stress of the job and the uh, expedition here finally got to him. And he had... Well, there's no light way of putting this, he had a psychotic breakdown. Um, he is in good care. I can assure you of that. Mm. Well, um, well, it's a pleasure to meet you all. I'm very sorry to hear about Dr. Barrow. Um, I'm sure we will try our best to be of help to all of you. Now that we are here, um, I guess your expedition is continuing without him? That is the plan, yes. Well, um, I will, we will get out of your way. Is there a sitting room we can wait in? Um, I mean, feel free to just pull up a pew anywhere you like, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, thank you. They, they, they settle down, uh, they get tea, they're quite chatty, quite friendly people. There's some leftover bacon sandwiches still warm. Oh, bacon. Yeah, we're not going to say no to bacon. Oh, God. There we go. <laughs> As we all wonder if we're going to have a Sam for the rest of the expedition. <laughs> 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 uh, 
You may not have a sound. I smell have a scent of new character rolling up, approaching. <laughs> she didn't take any of the giant ironware with her, so you might be safe. Yeah, but she might want to take Sam back to safety, and Sam's already been talking about, oh, I regret doing all of this. I should have gone with my love. <laughs> Wonderful impression. I know, right? I cracked it. It's, it's like for a while. Sam, uh, you have just got through to London. I'm going to set the scene. Sam is phoning the solicitor first. Yeah, he's <laughs> just got through corner. to London, and the solicitor is online with you. Well, you got past their secretary at last, and they're finally talking to you. Look, I know I'm meant to be dead. I know you've never heard my voice. Just put me through to Lawrence. Let me speak to him at least. Miss, I'm very sorry. You must be the third or fourth person who've called this week pretending to be uh, Miss Samantha. The account number is 727-6543. I don't know Miss Samantha Harrow's account numbers. I'm afraid... Well, how about you put that number in front of Lawrence and ask him to confirm whether it is or not? And if it's wrong, we'll end it there. Roll your spot hidden at hard, please. (laughs) You're arguing down the telephone. You are still arguing um, with him when someone places a finger on the little nubbins that hang up the phone. I just drop the phone again. What the slap? <laughs> Slap the other way. <laughs> Stop <laughs> slapping me. <laughs> what, what, what? Oh, um. Now roll me dodge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I. It's a cool fail. Oh my god! Failure. <laughs> oh. Who slaps? <laughs> he slaps you yeah. twice, then draws back her fist and nuts you right on the nose, knocking you unconscious. Um, Sam would not dodge. Sam would just take it as soon as she realizes who it is. That's clearly why it was a critical failure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as you fall off the chair, you kind of bang your head, and she she just leaves you lying there unconscious for now. <laughs> oh, that was an easier <laughs> conversation than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Uh, after about ten minutes, um, not even ten minutes, probably about three minutes, uh, Miss Fairview sticks her head back in and says, "Go, any of you doctors, medical doctors? I have some ability with first aid. Um, <laughs> uh, got I am a medical doctor. doctor. Oh, um, oh yes. Talk of seeing me. She needs some attention." <laughs> Um, uh, Fucking uh, black eyes. <laughs> this is exactly the kind of person that Sam would go out with. It's perfect. Bag of oranges laying next to the body. <laughs> I don't, two bags of oranges, one in either hand. She's like, I don't know what happened to her. She just fainted. They're not oranges anymore. It's just not orange pulp. Um, <laughs> Uh, Dr. Irene goes to the room where Sam is. Oh, is that a pot of tea? Wonderful. Okay, Irene, uh, you do indeed find Sam. She's been laying out nicely, but she is definitely unconscious currently. 
Do I have a black eye? Um, I get um, out. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for... I have been waiting almost the entire <laughs> campaign to do this. Please tell me I actually have it in my... Yes! I get out my smelling salts. Roll <laughs> <laughs> me some first aid. With a bonus dice, because you've got smelling salts. Oh, wow. <laughs> if I use the bonus dice, can I still use luck if I fail it? How does yeah, this yeah. work? Okay, thank you. Okay, well, I got it anyway. <clears throat> <laughs> I just saw what Bungle said on Telegram. You! <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, um, whilst Irene is dealing with Sam, um, Miss Fairview looks at you all. Dr. Elwood, nice to meet you. She holds out a hand. I'll be right back. You're muted, Nathan. I or... flinch very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Please don't hurt me. <laughs> Um, I do apologise for earlier. I thought Samantha was dead. I could, I, I could see you felt very strongly about it because you thought she was dead, and you still came all the way out here to slap me. So, um... <laughs> well, I was going to recover her ashes or some remnants of her personal belongings to take back to London with me. <laughs> you must be Mr. Harvey. Yes. She comes over and gives you a hug. I guess we've oh. got you to thank for her still being alive. An wow. expert at polar survival like you has no doubt taken good care of her. I try to take care of all of my friends. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I'm sure we could rely on a sensible gentleman like you. I smile and nod awkwardly. <laughs> smile away, boy. Smile away. <laughs> and Miss Carissa. I've heard good things about you. I have to admit, I looked you all up on the way over. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Where's um, Dr. Barrow? We need to do. We need to get the medical doctor back in the room to have this conversation. Well, I mean, just just this. Was it just this? Just Justin? Didn't he? The data was relayed. Yeah, Lawrence kind of leans over and is like, um, Miss, Miss Fairview, appears that, and he explains, and she nods, and she's like, oh, well, um, I guess we're going to have to apply to the Inland Revenue for a refund on all those inheritance taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could just keep Samantha's money instead. And the house. You've already shown how much you care for Sam. I don't think... (laughs) I care for her a lot. But she abandoned me to run off on an Arctic expedition again. And then almost died. It's amazing how much money and a house can soothe a heart. I was going to say, think of, think of it this way. When When you thought she was dead, would you not have given all of that away for her to be alive? I don't know, I was very angry with her at the time. On Elwood, now she doesn't have to. That's my point. But exactly. it's fine. And Sam will still be alive. <laughs> it's fine. Sam is alive. I'm sure all of this will get sorted out by the legal people. But getting her mother and little sister to move back out of the house is going to be impossible. 
Remind me again why I wrote so much detail into the partner of my character and made her such a bitch. Because you're a fucking masochist. <laughs> I mean, yeah. she's not a bitch. She's quite nice according to your backstory, but she's very angry right now. I mean, she did let your mother and little sister move back into the house just to spite you. I mean, the will specifically said don't, but that's fine. <laughs> exactly, that's why she did it. I, lo- I love the fact that she sp- did that to specifically spite Sam, despite knowing that Sam was dead. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Sam. People <laughs> are always rational when angry and grieving. That's true. Offer her some tea. I feel like tea will help. Yes, let's all tea. have a cup of tea. Um, Thank you. Um, Sam, you come back round to find Dr. Lockhart looking after you. Smelling thoughts. <laughs> oh, that stuff's just... Oh, what is... Ugh. Oh, well... S- smelling salts? Every woman's got them. I just need to check. Just, just check. One second. I think I'm lo- I've lost about ten minutes or so, maybe more. But is there a woman in the kitchen about five eight, five nine, dark hair, well dressed? Oh, um, oh, oh, shit! Um, um straight out the window. <laughs> <laughs> out of curiosity, with my medical pass, um. Is Sam's nose broken? Is you know obviously her nose is bleeding. Nose, a black eye. I'm assuming her nose is bleeding. Uh, Her nose is bleeding. It's not broken. Okay. Give her like a hanky or something. Um. Yes, she is here, and despite her saying that you had a case of the vapors, it's very (laughs) obvious that she punched you in the face. And by the <laughs> red cheeks, it looks Catherine. like she slapped you on each cheek as well. That's that's Catherine. I see. Right, um, Doctor uh, Irie, uh, Doctor Lockhart gets out like a small notepad and just makes some very quick notes. Right? <laughs> yes. Um, that's your partner. Okay. Um. Did 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 she come alone? Uh, no. Uh, uh, Lawrence and um. Just uh, is it Justine or Justice? I I literally quickly wrote it down. Justin, Justin. Okay, thank no. you. She brought my secretary. Okay, I well, she didn't come alone. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, she couldn't go on a transatlantic voyage and then a transcontinental voyage on her own as an unmarried lady. Oh. Oh, I thought the phone call was going to be bad. This is worse. Mm, perhaps not. <laughs> oh, in the kitchen. She walked in here and just punched me in the face. I reckon... Oh. It was a little extreme, I'll admit, but... Um, she was didn't though... kill you. Um, That's a bonus. 
Meanwhile, in the kitchen. So how much of Sam's money do I need to give you all to help me kill her? <laughs> <sighs> Look, Sam, not you have a unique opportunity here. You were concerned that you were going to have to speak to her on the phone. She could have hung up immediately, and you never had that chance. You can speak to her face to face. She'll believe that you're alive. And I'm sure that she in time will forgive you for whatever it is that brought her to punching you in the face. Well, I can't just leave her in the kitchen by herself or with the others. And I Do can't you put want me to send her through to you to speak alone? Yeah, I don't want... This This might get... <laughs> well, you've seen how it might get. If it gets violent again, I, I'm, I'm... I've got I... more smelling salts, don't worry. Well, <laughs> that's something at least. It won't be the first time I've had to reset my nose. Not due to Catherine, but I think if I've earned... If I've earned anything, that's that's the least of it. Um, I, yeah, Irene you, kind of like um, goes over to touch Sam on the shoulder and offers kind of like a hug if she wants it. Um, if she does, Sam's going to kind of hesitate and then just kind of give her a brief, brief hug, and then she's going to head over to the desk. Is there a alcohol cabinet in this room uh not in this room no shit um do i still have a flask on me roll luck uh uh, uh sugar oh, what happens shit luck as well oh you do still have a flask on you sam is gonna sit on the on a chair um completely forget that she's got blood running down her face and she looks a bit of a mess Take a soak from the flask. Um, okay. Irene, I, I can... Irene offers her something to clean herself up with um, and also holds out a pack of cigarettes with a single cigarette out. Oh, yeah. The, thanks. That might help calm my nerves a little bit. And yeah, I guess. Meanwhile, I'm... in the kitchen, whilst your lady is uh, tidying Sam up. Um... So I'm offering two to one odds that Sam is currently climbing out of a window. She better not. I'll track her down. <laughs> I mean, I flew out all the way here to recover her personal effects and maybe say goodbye. I mean, don't get me wrong. I care for Samantha deeply. But I'm also really angry with her. Like, that is this angry. sort of anger that means you're going to... Maybe be violent. No, maybe. <laughs> I've um, I got that. Of... Maybe about it then. I got the uh, violence out of my system. I am calm now. It was a shock um, finding out she was alive. Yes, as I said, she had a little fainting fit. <laughs> that is not like the Sam I know. Yes, well, she has a softer side that would surprise everyone. Is it her temple? Possibly. <laughs> or her nose. <laughs> but, yes, I'm very sorry. Um, it was a bit of a shock, and I've interrupted 
whatever this is you're working on. You seem to have papers everywhere. I assume things are in a bit of disarray, what with Samantha supposedly being dead in Anchorage, and now Dr. Barrow is missing, presumed insane, and you've lost your pilot? We have no array left of what to speak. Hmm. Well, that sounds... Elwood's in charge now. (laughs) (laughs) Why would... Lead us, Elwood. (laughs) Elwood's in charge now. (laughs) Lead us, Time Man of the Year. Lead us! To, to the ends of the earth, or...? I mean, the ends of the earth will do. Someone's bound to have the open dream gate spell. Do it. Um, so, Dr. Hamilton, can I ask what your plans are? I mean, you said you were going to continue Dr. Barrow's investigation? Yeah, yeah, we are going to carry on his investigations. Uh, right now, we're trying to figure out how we're going to do that, because... Uh, we, we, we try to scramble for funds, but happy days. I found his funds book. I'm going to refer to it now. So I think we might be okay. Um, yeah. So we're going to be heading to that way, mainland Europe, <laughs> uh, at some point in the near future, once we can arrange transportation. That That is our overriding plan right now. So you're giving up on the hunting the dangerous beasts through the wastelands of Anha- of Alaska? Isn't that your current expedition? The beginning of it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's got a bit deeper than that now. It's it's uh, there's there's more important things than Alaska right now than just well, Alaska. I'm happy to give you all a lift back to Anchorage in the plane I hired. Um, if that's where you're going. What about to Egypt? Yeah, I was, <laughs> was going to try to be a bit more delicate than that, Victor, but sure. How, I am how, not how, delicate Victor doesn't do people. Victor just says, we want to go here. <laughs> Mr. Everhart blinks and is like, well, um, I mostly live here in Anchorage. My wife might complain if I flew off to Egypt. I mean, at best, I could fly you down to Vancouver or Seattle or somewhere. What about with money? <laughs> I look expectantly at Elwood. Am I doing a good job? I'm helping. <laughs> yes. Would you would you like the fun book, Victor? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't have a transatlantic plane. Okay, so Well you're accounting, uh, Victor, as you look oh. into the account book. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, I wasn't legitimately giving them the funds book. <laughs> no, I just imagine you hold it up to him and the numbers make him go. Oh. He's got it upside down. He's like, these don't numbers don't make any sense. I mean, it is at this point that I would think. I wonder how many funds we do have available to us. <laughs> well, you're accounting, Elwood. Fucking <laughs> <can> Victor. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing, because I'm about to roll on a score of five, so let's do this. <laughs> you you did better than Victor. <laughs> you are also unsure how much money you have left. 
Maybe you should give We just a... stand there staring over his book going, business, business. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think Victor's right. We are literally just staring over this book, pointing numbers out to each other, going, yes, yes, and if we cross the, uh, the five here and multiply by this line over here, clearly we have 14 million pounds of funds. You're rich, Elwood. <laughs> Mr. Gilligard <laughs> and is like, why don't you let me have a look at that, gentlemen? Sure, sure. I think you'll find us all in order. <laughs> currently have an outstanding exhibition budget of 26,000 Canadian dollars. Minus the fees you will have to pay, he opens up a couple pieces of paper, uh, to Alexander's next of kin. Yes. 24,000 Canadian dollars that you should be able to call upon if you are continuing Dr. Barrow's expedition. But I would point out that this is concurrent with the office in Vancouver. No. Um, Toronto University continuing to allocate those funds. So you'll have to convince the university that you're continuing the doctor's expedition on his behalf, etc., etc., can I not just ring up and say, hello, I'm Dr. Barrow. <laughs> That's your disguise role. <laughs> I think you handed him over to the FBI to be shit. Damn it. <laughs> that isn't going to work very well. Maybe we should have hidden him. I am not insane anymore. Yay. <laughs> That's okay. What's your first name, Dr. Barrow? I don't know. <laughs> What's your wife's name, Dr. Barrow? Or Mrs. Children. Barrow. <laughs> Mrs. Barrow. <laughs> Brilliant. Actually, that, that would be uh, Professor Barrow, the famed. Did we find? Did we find anything while searching through his stuff that actually legitimised or formalised him handing down control to me? Uh, yeah, no, that is in his notes, and it will be with the university. Okay. You're just going to have to ring them and, you know, let them know you're taking over and continuing the doctor's good work. I mean, it's all planned for in his contingency planning. Just a case of the university might go, well, um, yeah. why are you going to Egypt instead of hunting a beast across the Atlantic, uh, the Arctic wastes? Universities are really keen on risk assessments and, like, backup planning. Yeah, we love a backup plan, we do. Oh, don't remind me of backup plans. Algorithms. <sighs> Clearing algorithms. There. Anyway, um, you have been chatting away. Yes, Carissa? I was going to say, I just, it, it, uh, I'm just reminded of the time I pretended to be a student and attended a freshers' fair. University planning was a box of Johnny's, a discount, <laughs> a vodka, and a pot noodle. <laughs> Did you oh get, yes! Like, oh, don't don't forget that. like that tiny pizza box from Domino's that you could take in and get like a free tiny pizza. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I got two of those precious boxes. I wasn't going. I used to go every year, even when I was a PhD student and when I was teaching as well, because I still looked young enough. It was great. It was. It's at this point that Samantha and Irene, you can return to the kitchen. Oh, Samantha's not going into the kitchen. No, no Irene her. comes in alone. Irene comes in alone. Irene returns to the kitchen. Um, they appear to be talking about money. Oh, as you walk in. 
Um, so yes, you've got about uh, 24,000, and this does give Dr. Barrow's instructions on what should happen if anything should happen to him. But your expedition plan, Dr. Elwood, clearly states you're hunting a beast across the uh, Alaskan plains. So if you're changing the scope of the expedition, you may need to fast talk to the university into continuing. Sure. Yes, that will be my plan. I'll show uh, you the phone. Dr. Lockhart, hello. Um, hello. Uh, Miss Fairview. Um, your partner is awake? I'd like uh, to correct you, Dr. Lockhart. She's not currently my partner. She's currently the woman who left me and died. So, I'll go and talk to her. And we'll see whether or not this is recoverable. Or whether or not I'm keeping everything. As you please, Miss Fairview. Thank you, Dr. Lockhart. Which room is she in? Uh, she is in the room where she had her fainting spell. Oh, I'm so glad she's recovered from that. Are we still calling it that? Yes. Yes, Mr. Harvey. In front of the crazy woman who punches people, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to accompany me, Mr. Harvey, to make sure there aren't any more fainting fits? No, not even vaguely. <laughs> in fact, I will leave the house and walk in the opposite direction. <laughs> I'm going to go and kill the plane and fly far away from this thing. Hey, uh, Miss Fairview leaves the kitchen. Uh, what are you guys are doing in the kitchen? So... You check through your colleagues' rooms, correct? Yes. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, we've established that we have funds. We've established that we probably need to have a conversation with the university to convince them of why we need to go to Egypt. But otherwise, we should, uh, we should be okay to secure the resources we need. I, I see. Um and your... roll me your intelligence, please. And your deceased colleagues? I appreciate it might be quite painful, but uh, having some, even a small amount of closure can help. Okay. Carissa is boiling the kettle and making some bacon again. Lunch. Boiling see, bacon in the kettle. <laughs> What you're saying here, Russ, is 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 when a when a, when a woman fails to be intelligent to a spectacular, <laughs> she is merely capable of making tea and breakfast. Oh Jesus! I mean, Yinks is nodding. She's a woman. No, you're channeling the spirit of Alex right now. You nodded, Yinks. That was me laughing in shock at what you just suggested. I didn't suggest it, it. You were the one who set it all up. Ah, you <laughs> failed your intelligence. Cook lunch. <laughs> Look, Carissa is distracted and trying to stay out of all of this madness. Honestly, honestly I expect Russell to do that scene in James Bond where he just slaps slaps woman on the ass and goes, run along, dear man, talk. Just, <laughs> I am not a sexist, horrible misogynist. Much. Only to you, Bungle. Only to you. <laughs> um, so, closure. I think it's important. Yes. 
Lawrence looks up. Um, so you say Mr. Alexander's gone? Um, yes, up, uh, into a cloud of smoke. Hey, um, By the way, you mean Miss? Oh, Miss? She's a woman? Alexander was definitely not a man at the end. He's a she. <laughs> <laughs> the secretary looks baffled for a moment and was like, well, um, either way, perhaps one should check on their positions that you may want to return to their next of kin as well. <laughs> I don't know their next of kin might be anymore. It's here in the paperwork. <laughs> Are we sure they're real? I don't know what's real anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Alex had an unexpected sex change and then exploded. <laughs> That's it, it, it. Was that it, is that technically the proper gender reveal party? <laughs> um, it didn't go well. Mister Twingard looks at you, Irene, like Doctor Lockhart. Um, what kind of doctor are you? Are you any good with uh, people who've been through a lot of stress? Mister Harvey looks like he needs someone to talk to. Um, yes, I mean, I'm a psychologist. Maybe you should have a chat with Mr. Harvey here. Uh, meaning no disrespect, sir, but... Don't uh... worry, I'm not going to become a woman and explode as well. Please, stop. we know of. That's a good point, Elwood. We don't know that this wasn't something that she didn't see coming. Oh my god, I'm crying. Um, Is this... It's the same room that Chris is in. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're discussing this around the kitchen table, like like what to do for Sunday lunch. Chris drops a, a cup in a moment of confusion and shock because this is the first time she's actually heard this. <laughs> oh, God, does Chris turn around and be like, Alex was a woman? I <laughs> Very confused, and then just goes... Reminds me of an uncle. And then just carries on. <laughs> <laughs> That's that critical oh, intelligence. Oh, it exploded. <laughs> Please stop. This is more widespread than I thought Elwood. I, have, I, we, have we accidentally invented a new Cthulhu mythos of people? <laughs> we need, we need to go investigate the sudden explosion that's post-sex change. <laughs> I look for the nearest yeah. bottle of whiskey and pour drinks. <clears throat> Closure. I think I think it's important. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tungas stands up and is like, well, um, you all sound like you have a lot of things to discuss. <laughs> Uh, we have a lot of things we don't wish to discuss. He picks up his teacup and is like, me and Justin will go find a lounge to sit in until you or Miss Fairview need us. I'll, um, if you need any help speaking to your university, Dr. Alwood, do let me know. Yes, thank you. The, the NPCs scuttle off. Pilot, pilots, why did the pilots explode? I don't know why he, he turned into a woman and then exploded. That's, and then they shut the door behind them. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, isn't just the, it isn't Justin a pilot. Justin, just in face, he's just like, 
Oh god. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Pilots are a strange breed. <laughs> so what is everyone in the kitchen doing now? You're, you've all got a drink that Elwood made you, and poor Carissa is just, just desperately trying to ignore all of this insanity. Sip drink, look sagely at Elwood. Yeah, yeah. Sage nods. Yeah. This was an important conversation. I'm just waiting for the telephone room to clear. <laughs> it's not <laughs> safe in there right now. In the telephone room, Catherine walks in and shuts the door behind her. Hello, Samantha. Um, so, it looks like you're not dead. Well, that's good news. I, um... Yeah, I... I... I was going to call you just now. Well, guess what? I was already in Halifax when I got news that you were dead. So I decided I'd push on with Lawrence. We hired a train, and then we got a plane... And then we got another plane. I was hoping you'd make it here before we left. Well, London is a long way away, Samantha. I know. Too far. You came on this expedition. I didn't mind that. You were working at the university. You were doing good work and then you came to Alaska and you died and I had to deal with your mother and your sister no one needs to deal with my mother or sister that well they've moved into the house oh Mm. Uh. okay your will specifically stated you wanted your family to live at home in care and respite I'm Yep. I was angry at the time. No, I you you deserve that and I I deserve that. Well technically they're living in the Dowager house, but you know. Well, I hope they've only got the third best cutlery. I don't know what cutlery they've got. Oh well. I mean I'm sure mother will complain to them. They've emptied the house of everything they want because neither of us are there right now. I um I need to tell you the reason I wanted you to get here before we went further north. Yes, well. Bye. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yes, well. <laughs> that was just brilliant. <laughs> just sinks through the floor into oblivion. <laughs> No, no, she's just knocked me unconscious again. I can't see anything. <laughs> yes, well, and then, like, Lawrence with a club. Just... <laughs> <laughs> we'll claim that inheritance now. <laughs> oh, my God. Russet disappears in a puff of logic. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, he's back. Oh, you're oh, muted. I mute myself. That was very dramatic. That was very dramatic. Well Well, done. Explode. Did she change the gender and explode too? (laughs) Yeah, she took it down from your man and exploded. Um, I, I need to 
I need to tell you why I wanted you to reach us here before we went further north. And then what comes after that? Well, that's that's what happens. I between accepting this this job and telling you I had my my surety on the matter changed. I I was going to ask you if you wanted me face to face. I was going to ask if you wanted me to keep going. And if you said no, I would have found someone else to do my job. I'm not the only person who can do what I do. No, but this is your life. This is your friends. I understand you need to be with them. You need to help them on this quest of yours. I, that might be true, but... <laughs> From what Dr. Elwood says, you're leaving Alaska to travel to Egypt. Exactly. So we have a long way to travel back to London and see where we go from here. Fine. So we'll take it a day at a time. I'm still angry. I'm less angry now in life. If I told you half an hour ago, I was considering going and having, making a toast to my own cremation site outside. It's a little bit weird. I don't want to see that, Sam. No, I... I'll be honest, I've had a hard, hard few weeks. I I mean, why I, did they think you were dead? Why did they bury you if you're not dead? God, that's a hard one to explain. No, no, don't explain it to me. I'm glad you're alive. I still love you. But we need to take this a step at a time. Yeah. Maybe sit you down in front of your psychiatrist and get you to talk about your Bloody mother. Uh, well, uh, fine. If that's funny enough, the lovely, lovely doctor that you sent in here to um, revive me from my... Did you frame it as a fainting fit to the others? Yes, you are prone to faint when I'm very angry. Okay, I'll... Maybe I've never made you faint before. <laughs> no, if, if that's the line you want to go by, I'll... Amazing. <laughs> I'll take that. But that the Doctor Lockhart is apparently a psychologist, so um, I never want you to have to faint again, Sam. I because <laughs> knowing you, you don't have smelling salts in your handbag. Why the hell would I have those things? <laughs> when have I ever carried a handbag, Cat? Come on! Oh, you're starting to carry a handbag from today, darling. <laughs> I think really nice one with sequins. Ah, uh, cat, cat, look, look! I feel really bad, but this, this only, this only so far this can go. Don't, don't push me, <laughs> please. I'll think about it. I've got to Maybe I'll make you wear dresses instead. It's just domestic <laughs> abuse one hundred and one today, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to have a talk with Sam later. <laughs> abusive relationship. Sam. <laughs> I literally put it in my psychology notes: abusive relationship. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're prone to fainting when I'm angry. That is the greatest thing I've ever heard. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, Kat, Kat isn't meant to be horrible like this, but she is very angry right now. I, 
Yinks wrote me a huge backstory, so I decided to make use of it. Yeah. I, yep, I... Look. Let's just get back to London. Let's get back to London and take this a step at a time. All right. We've got to fly to Seattle, take a train across the American continent, and then a four-day boat journey to London. That's going to take us at most, what, three weeks? I'd say that. Then we have time. Fine. We will salvage our relationship, convince your friends that I'm not actually a crazy Fruit Loop. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, like... I've always been the crazy one of a lot wandering around the world, so you know maybe it's fair to flip things on its head for a change. True. Let's go back and join the others. I think Dr. Elwood would like to use the phone. Fair. I'm just going to mop the last of the blood from my top lip and then... <laughs> By the way, you've, you've really been practicing that right hook. You've... I was angry. Oh, no, no. It's, um... I don't think I've ever hit you before. No. Rose is, she shakes her hand. That really hurts. Why do they tell you you have to like, brace your fingers or something? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'll go find some ice for you and we'll get that sorted out. You have to practice more. <laughs> let's, let's head back to the others. Okay. Uh, everyone else in the kitchen, Sam and Catherine walk in. They've been gone about maybe 50 minutes. There hasn't been any screaming or shouting and Sam still appears to be alive. And conscious. Um. Hello, everyone. Sorry about that. Me and Samantha had to talk. Dr. Elwood, the phone is now free. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I hit the phone. Dr. Elwood heads to the phone. What is everyone else doing in the kitchen? Sam is going to find some ice. There is ice in the ice bucket. Well, ice thing. She's going to wrap it in a cloth and then just take Kat's hand and put the ice onto her knuckles. And then press it closed. She permits this. What time of day is it currently? Probably about 4pm by this point. So, um, Victor, um, Dr. Lockhart, Carissa, I, um, I guess you've met Cat. Yes. Guess that was awkward. There are many awkward situations in life, Sam, but not many as awkward as this. I go for a walk now. (laughs) (laughs) I just just look at Sam and Kat and say, "Um, have you hurt your hand? Yes, I hurt my hand. She um, she punched the wall. (laughs) Your face is covered in blood. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, things got a little bit. Things got a little bit stressful. It's all a bit bit heated. Um, Yes, sorry. uh, Is it Doctor Carissa? Was it? Yes. Um, yes, I do apologize. I was very angry. I thought Samantha was dead, then she wasn't dead. Emotions running wild. You know how it is. Um, I don't know. I've never beaten a partner before, assuming that's what you're intimating. <laughs> well, Miss Anson, 
I've never had a partner run away from me and then go and get herself killed in the wilds before. Well, I'd imagine if I had and then found she wasn't dead, my first reaction wouldn't be to start beating her like a rented mule. <laughs> well, Sammy's just going to step between the two. She stands up. I will be in London. Justin, prepare the plane. Oh. She walks out of the room. Sammy's going to kind of just stand, raise a hand towards Chris, and then... I'll, yeah, you just, um, yeah, I'll be back. And then she heads off. Heads off to where? Well, after? Yep. Catherine. Okay. Yep. Well, I'm going to have a back for a walk. I can get a fry at this point. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on. I need to put a pen in what's being said. <laughs> Victory's outside. Uh, Irene, are you staying in the kitchen? Uh, uh, no. What are you doing? Thanks, Joe. I'd have been out here probably by now. I... Victor started running as soon as he got out the door. I guess I'm just going to have a look around the house. <laughs> <laughs> have, have, a little, have a little walk around the house. Seeing if there's anything interesting. I don't know. Carissa's just confused by how everyone seems quite nonchalant about this and then goes back to just uh, cutting bacon with a very sharp knife. Elwood, you reached the telephone. Are you calling Toronto University? I am. I'm looking in the book for the person who might be the money person. You I'm ring the money man. You ring the <laughs> I am time man. Let me speak to money man or woman. You ring money man who pushes you through to, I don't know, train man. Train man. <laughs> you get through to the dean of the School of Archaeology. Of course I do. Uh, Elwood, hello. Uh, how are things in Alaska? Um, things are going well-ish. Um, Dr. Barrow has come down with a bout of craziness, unfortunately. Oh, um, dear. Well, I hear that can happen in the snow. What yeah. Snow madness? Snow blindness? That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, let's go with snow madness. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's clearly been out there too long, which is surprising when you consider how experienced he is in these sorts of environments, am I right? And it's July. Yes, yes, it's July. I mean, the, been, the, the news has been full about the crazy weather we've been having, but uh, I didn't realise it hit Alaska too. It's It's been absolutely crazy, crazy from, from day to day. Well, um, I've assumed you've handed him over to medical professionals and are getting him returned safely to Toronto? That is indeed the plan. So hopefully he should be back back safe with you guys in that vicinity very, very soon. Oh dear, I'll let Mrs. Bauer know. Um, how's this going to affect your expedition? Are you all returning to Toronto? 
This is why I was calling you, Dean. Um, we actually have, you know, in in honor of Dr. Barrow, of course, that you know we want to continue his uh, his expedition and his research, and uh, you know we we've got you know, we've got a lot of information uh, from him and from from the expedition so far, and, and we want to continue it. Um, obviously, Dr. Barrow has intimated that the the the, uh, the expedition passes down to me as second in command in his absence, and I just wanted to check in with you to make sure that. The funds that were made available to Dr. Barry would be made available to, to us? Yes, no, um, I'm all in favour of you continuing the expedition to hunt the exotic creature across the Alaskan plains. I'm glad, um, you, I'm glad you used the word exotic, Dean. It's a good, um, well, obviously we don't want Barrow's work to go wasted, and he spent months planning this thing. He did, which is why it would be a shame to stop now, which is why we'll be going to Egypt. As in Egypt, An- uh, near Anchorage? Is there an Egypt in Alaska? Would it help my conversation if I said yes? <laughs> as long as there's a scientific paper at the other end of this about your grand discoveries, Elwood, um, just make sure there's another, I don't know, National Geographic expose or something. Let's just say, I think after this expedition... The university is going to come out glowing from this. And you're following... Well, Dr. Barrow's been all around the world, so your hunt for the exotic creature has now led you to a link in another part of the world? It's led us to links in many parts of the world. This is just one of them. Well, that all sounds good to me. I can waffle that part of the committee. Excellent. (laughs) Great news. I'm well, sorry, that's too, that's too similar to how academia actually works. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's so realistic. <laughs> oh dear. Oh. Well, Dean, I'm gonna I'm going to continue. The uh the, the, the expedition has, as you know, hit some troubles. The 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 team needs some time to, to rest and recuperate whilst we take stock of everything that's gone on to now, but we will be heading to Egypt very soon. Uh, okay, well, keep us informed of your progress. Uh, some fluff to give to the newspapers would be good. Yes, I'll send something through. Please um, keep us apprised of Dr. Barrow's welfare when he does arrive back in Toronto. Yes, of course. Uh, but we'll speak shortly. Indeed. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye. Okay, I just quickly need to send a message to my mother. So, uh, Victor's walking. Sam is desperately talking cat into not leaving with her plane. I'll be right back. It's going to be great. I'm going to come out and say, I've got the money. And then Sam's going to go, I've lost the plane. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, Sam won't be there. She would have got on the plane. Oh, yes, of course. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you may just disappear with your partner. Victor dies from exposure from walking too far, and I'm just stood in this kitchen waiting. Not Sub-Zero anymore. Oh, yeah. I was wondering if any calls for polar survival gear before going out were going to be made, but then I remembered that. Ah. Ah. Still cold-ish. Yeah, but nothing that an outdoorsman like Victor probably couldn't just wear shorts and t-shirt for a practical. Windy, though. Yeah, wind chill could be bad if it's windy. Windy woos. I was just thinking of, of like, creepy windy woos. Oh! Creepy, windy, woo. <laughs> That's the official term for it. You know, when you get wind that rattles windows. 
Mm. See, I was thinking more this was going to be a perfect time for some weird cultist of some sort to jump out and try and kill me. <coughs> You'll be fine. Don't worry about it. I mean, they he definitely did just give Russet a terrible idea about a cultist coming up out of the ground and grabbing your legs. If anything like that was going to happen, it already would have. I don't need to give Ash ideas like that. He already has them. I don't know. Sometimes he's good-natured. He gave us he gave us sanity for bacon. That's because he's planning to take it away. Sorry about that. Mum, me a moment. Uh, okay, so cat, roll me. No, not cat. Uh, Irene, where are you going? Uh, I was just walking around the house. I was going to have a walk about upstairs. Maybe I don't know. She, she hasn't been in the house, so I guess just you're just wandering the house, getting just used wandering to wandering the house. Okay, brilliant. Uh, um, Irene is wandering the house. Uh, Victor has gone for a walk. You can see a very nice. Two-engined passenger plane parked over by the uh, the hangar at the other end of the field. Ah, there are uh, there is a chap over there who seems to be wandering around examining the plane. He looks like he must be their aircraft engineer or something. Hmm. Where would the dogs be? The dogs are in the kennel out in the yard. I'd probably head there then. You head to the kennel and look after the huskies. Well, yep. you're dog sledging. Dog sledging across the universe. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I mean, you're not doing any... Motherfuck now! I mean, the, the, the biggest problem that happens is you open the gate and lots of excitable huskies bound out and you have to play with all the excitable huskies for a bit. That's quite nice, really. Oh, that's the best oh, failure. Pretty much exactly what I was aiming for. <laughs> Yeah, little huskies all over, you're frolicking with them. Some of them do get a little bit far away, and you have to go and retrieve them and shepherd them back. Find out a nice workout is what we're saying. Yeah? All in all, perfect. Covered in fur, like molting husky fur. Two <laughs> luck. Yay. Aw, that's lovely. Hang on, hang on. He failed to roll and gets given a two luck. He'd have got more if he passed the roll. Uh, I mean, he's not trying to drive a sledge. He's just playing with some huskies. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally gone to the dogs. Sometimes uh, when things start going wrong, you just have to escape the situation and do something nice instead. Okay, you uh, catch up with Cat Sam. She's hasn't actually left the building. She's just pacing back and forth in front of a fireplace in the main hall. Cat. Look, I'm sorry I hit you. I was furious. That woman of yours can't understand the fact that after you supposedly died and then didn't die, and everyone's been lying to me about this for the past two weeks. Cat, I think... I think some context here might help. I know you've got some wind of what's been going on, but Carissa got added to the expedition relatively late. The only person in the group that she really had time to get used to was me, and you know I'm not a people person, but and whatever that says, 
Aylan apparently died. What exactly happened? Why did everyone think you were dead? Why did they bury your body if you weren't dead? I'll, I'll finish on if you'd like to. I'll, I'll do my best to explain. But Carissa lost me the same way you did. If you know, Not as bad, and I, our connection is, is more, but she lost me. Um, our pilot, Alexander, he he died in an accident involving the plane. Um, and then apparently the person that they, they found to replace me in the expedition also recently passed. They So, let me get this straight. You've been kidnapped and somehow everyone was convinced they had your body to bury. Two of your friends have died and your boss has been driven insane. And you still think this is a sensible thing to be pursuing? I mean, I did say that if you wanted me not to, I would come back. I'm not going to pull you away from this, Samantha. But you are going to have to start taking more care. Not of just yourself, but of everyone. You've clearly stumbled into something horrific. I, yeah, I, I'm I'm used to, I'm used to nature making our work risky, and I'm used to the risk of of cold or heat or something that can and cause us. But the, the the people and the things that we have come across since that last expedition it's a whole different ball game but you're right you know me I I'm torn I'm torn between doing the right thing for us and doing the right thing for the people who've ended up in this with me and I I'm. I don't know how to make that call. <laughs> well, I'll try to make friends with Carissa later. I'll. Why don't you go and spend some time with her? Because clearly she's been traumatized by the fact that you supposedly died. Yeah. I'm... And you've just lost three other friends. Yeah. I. Um, there are some spare rooms upstairs, um, if you want to. And there's a sitting room around the corner in the library. If you want to take the the um, gentleman there, I'll I'll appraise you of what our plans are later. Very well. We'll be in the library. Okay. Thank you. Okay, you head back to Carissa. Uh, Irene is wandering the house. Uh, upstairs, Irene, there are bedrooms. Oh, God. Bedrooms? My God, they're terrifying. (laughs) Gadzooks. There's like this little landing space with the nice table and the windows, and there are several bedrooms. Two of the doors are open, and the rooms look like they've had someone searching through them. The other doors are all shut. Um, I don't know. I'm going to be a bit curious and nosy. I guess I'm just going to work from right to left and just go through mm-hmm. each room. Uh, the first room has two hammocks in it and various suitcases. The trunks say, you know, V. Harvey. Does it smell doctor. manly in here? 
it, it's a man's bedroom. <laughs> there are two men sharing this bedroom, so... So exceptionally manly. <laughs> Be careful not to inhale their pheromones too much, Dr. Irene. You might change sex and explode. <laughs> Please, That's can exactly we not that make works. that a thing for this campaign? <laughs> too late. It's canon now. I you know, think it's too late for uh, 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 I know, uh, it wasn't even me who came up with it. I know, it was me, and I regret it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I guess I'll, um, I'll close that door because it's silly. It's too silly in there. I'll go to the, the next, next two rooms are just rooms with hammocks in. They look quite quaint and rustic. Uh, the next room has a large broken window and um, various personal effects scattered around the place. And what looks like, roll me your spot hidden. Yeah. A fake moustache sitting on the bedside table. Exactly where Alexander left it. <laughs> because you didn't take it with you when you went on that fake. There is a suitcase. Um, oh, hang on, I've got a list of things in there. There's a suitcase, a couple of books on flying... A uh, picture of a young man in a Air Force uniform. Uh, there is an envelope uh, addressed to Dr. Hamilton and various clothing. Oh, and a moustache waxing kit. <laughs> um. Very carefully, as to not to disturb anything, um, Irene kind of cautiously steps through the room, um, looks at the broken window, and kind of thinks, you want best to tell someone about that, um, and picks up the letter, I guess? Does it have a gun in it? It (laughs) is indeed chock full of Uzis. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Small little slip of an envelope, bulging with Uzis. <laughs> um, no, there is not a gun in this envelope. It's just an envelope addressed to Dr. Hamilton. Okay. I pocket the envelope and move on to the next room. Uh, the next room uh, you have a poke around in. Uh, it's been ransacked already, but there's a case with Dr. Barrow's name on it. You may roll your spot hidden, actually. I see that it's been ransacked. (laughs) You find a copy of this book. It's fallen under the bed. Oh, no. Is it 1930s era... Bathing suit pornography. Uh, it's a selection of French lithographs. 
It's it's ladies' etiquette extended edition. Why <laughs> 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 Doctor Barrow have this? Bang! <laughs> <laughs> I'm even about to explode at the hangar. <laughs> There was a reveal. <laughs> Hang on, I just need to check something on your character sheet, Irene. Oh no. Irene instantly goes insane. <laughs> we haven't had a single sanity check this game, actually. Sanity. Yeah, you've ruined it now. Come on, load. It's a very old book. It's quite ancient. Why would it's Dr. Found have this? in red leather. Oh, it's bowed in blood. <laughs> well, at least it's not made of flesh. No, <laughs> it's made of flesh. <laughs> flesh blood. Flesh blood. Master. Apprentice. Half-born. <laughs> Seventh seeker. Warrior. <laughs> Disciple. In me. The wish master. Right, I'm just sharing this with you, Irene. Uh, you know, obviously, we really need to have a salt marsh game because I've been building up, like, sea shanties galore ready for this fucking thing. Are you ready to sail for the horn? Way, hey, and go. <laughs> our boots and our clothes are all down at the pond to be rollicking randy dandy. Um, oh, <laughs> if you look under mythos tomes, Fopsy. Oh, no, not I mean, mythos tomes. I mean, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> that seems familiar. Oh, no. <laughs> Why does it say? Why does it say those two bits of information there? Which two bits of information on the handout? Uh, it should be in Victor's possession. It's not. It's oh, okay. I thought there. that was like it was possessing Victor. <laughs> I was very yeah. concerned just then. That means who who has it? And Samantha has read this, but for some reason it is under Doctor Barrow's bed. <gasps> Why is it still in my possession, then? Uh, because I hadn't updated it because people hadn't found it in Dr. Barrow's room yet. He stole it from you. Oh. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, okay. I guess Irene throws it into like her shoulder bag that she has um, and then carries on to the next room. Uh. Uh, uh, the next room is clearly also been searched. Uh, it is Nadine's room, according to the luggage. Um, has a little nose about. Um, you do not find anything else of interest in this room. There's clothing, belongings, things that are clearly a lady's uh, toiletries, but there isn't anything of interest. Of course, no smelling salts. Um, I move on to the next room then. Uh, this one has Carissa's luggage in it. Um, she's, she, is a, she is alive, so I'm not going to go poking through that stuff. 
And the last room is like a barracks bunk room. Okay. Like you can see on the map. It's clearly not had anyone staying in it. Yep. I guess after that, I, I'm i going to head back down and inform people that there's a broken window and give the letter to... Okay, you find help. Carissa in the kitchen. She seems to be the only one around currently. Um, Carissa? Actually, you've been searching for a while, so actually before we oh, move okay. to you, Carissa, and going back downstairs, um, Victor is outside with the doggos, so Elwood and Sam, you get back to the kitchen at about the same time. We will. Well, um... This has been quite the eventful day. Yeah, I um it's one last phone call I have to make. Um you, you, that's a positive way of looking at it. S- speaking of phone calls, I've convinced the university to allow us to use the funds to go to Egypt. Oh, that was that easy? Surprisingly so. I've never understood academics. They just like the department already has got that money from central funds. If they say the expedition is over, they have to give it back. That is way too accurate. (laughs) (laughs) We already budgeted this money, or we don't. We just have to give it away. Madness! Let's have a wine evening. Everyone knows if you don't spend your budget, you just lose it next year. Exactly. So, yeah. They have to go through grant hearings, and Dr. Barrow spent months getting permission and getting sponsors and co-sponsors and finally got the university to sign off the cash. We could just dig up all of the roads in Fairbank and relayer them. I mean, that's the usual tactic, isn't that it? That is the usual tactic, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every, dig up all the roads. March comes around. How many potholes do we have to fill this year? Let's make some new ones. I, yeah. I um... I understand why. I understand why, but I think just cut cut a little bit of slack for me, please. I I mean, I can cut us some slack for you, but she slapped me right around the face, so I'm not going to cut us some slack for me. No, that's that's fair. That's fair. Um, and I I'll I apologise for that. I. We did not leave things well as it was. Considering most of the reason why we left things badly was due to me risking potentially my personal safety continuing on this expedition and then the worst possible outcome of that exact thing happened. Yeah, she's not She's not thinking straight. She's not acting the way she normally would. Just... I can I can understand plain. it. I'm just going to say it plain. Like what you've just seen is not our normal relationship, and I'd appreciate it if you give us a chance to put that back together before anything else. I I hope that's true. I hope that's not illustrative of your actual relationship. Um, no, I, would... I mean I have to admit I think that's the first time I've ever seen her hit anything, let alone hit me. 
well, yeah, I, I guess if you think someone's dead, you're probably going to react in strange ways when you find out they're not. So I mean, remember how you reacted or when, when you first found I wasn't dead? I mean, weird shit. Weird shit. Yeah, that, that sums up this group quite quite perfectly which, you know, which which reminds me that you talk about putting yourself in danger and and cat sort of you know, reacting badly to that you realize that we're heading headfirst into more danger right yeah more unknown danger yeah i know isn't it weird how like we we've been in some of the most inhospitable places in the world. Like, I mean, I know I've only been with you in more cold climates, but I've been all over the place. And as soon as it involves people, things just get so much more shit. Yeah. Like animals, weather, freak storms, the cold, the hot, fine. People. Yeah. I... I'm not gonna lie, I I've got a I've got two major concerns two major things that are motivating me in two potentially different directions. One Chris, remember you're also here. Hmm? Hmm? Chris, remember you were here. Yeah, no, I'm just letting them have a conversation. Yeah, I've, that's I've, I've got one which says I've got a responsibility to you. All of you. And to seeing this thing through and stopping whatever the fuck this 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 is, and I've got another one motivating me in a completely different way, and I don't know what I would do if she said, "You choose." But right now, she's not asking me to do that. So until she does, we're going to make this happen. That's a fair comment. I think. Um... From my perspective, I just think we, we we owe it. We've been through too much now, and we owe it to everyone we've lost to see this through to the end. We've come too far. We've learned too much to just let this happen without trying to stop it. Yeah. Agreed. At this point, Irene steps into the kitchen. Victor, are you still outside with the Huskies? Oh, no, I probably would have headed in after a little bit. Okay, it's been enough time now that as Irene comes in through one door, Victor comes in from the other, carrying six husky puppies under each arm. <laughs> <laughs> just, hands puppies. Out, just hands out husky puppies to everyone. It's been Aww. a day. Sam is just going to take the husky and then go sit in the corner and kind of just pet it I'm not actually joking. I don't think Victor actually brings huskies <laughs> in. Sad. Oh. You don't have any husky puppies. Oh, yeah, we only have full-size ones, don't we? Yeah. To Victor, though, surely full-size huskies are puppies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the others might be a bit dwarfed if I just go, yeah, full-size husky boy. <laughs> I still wish Craig had failed that role when we were playing Beyond the Mountains of Madness and he had ordered husky puppies. <laughs> he very nearly ordered 60 husky puppies instead of dog sledge dogs. Oh, that would have but been amazing. So much it sanity. Would've, it would have been so good. Right, we know anyway. better than to have groups of huskies around you, Ash. Didn't you didn't you murder all of the ones on the boat on the <laughs> on the ship except for the one that Michelle had 
personally named. <laughs> I made it make luck roll to see if it was okay. I only suspect there may have been some fudging it. No, <laughs> so it didn't die. Sam's gonna actually. Um, Everyone is back together. He's gonna walk over to Carissa and kind of sit next to her. Um, Irene walks over to Elwood and holds out a letter. I take the letter with a confused look on my face. Hmm. Um, plain envelope addressed to you. I was having a walk around um, the house. I noticed one of the windows is broken in what I believe was a person called Alex, Alex, Alexander. Yeah, yeah. There's a broken window in that room. Um, I've closed the door for now, but I found this. Um, I've not touched anything else in the room out of respect, but I I assumed you'd want to read it. Thank you. I'm going to read this now. Hang on. Did you give me the handout for this, Fopsy? Uh, yeah, it's in roll 20. Where is it? It's it's under Fran's note. <laughs> Fran's note. In uh, my handouts? Yeah, I found it now. Elwood. Hello. You has a new handout. Oh, I saw it pop up. Franz note. I shall read. So let and whilst Elwood is reading, and Sam has sat down next to Carissa. Sorry, I'm not sure. <laughs> 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 Alexa, disco mode. Didn't react. Alexa, order one thousand tons of corn syrup. Confirm. Didn't react. Otogi corn syrup, seven hundred grams. It's seven pounds and fifty pence. Well, Alexa is actually trying to order it. What the fuck? Was delivery by the third of February. I added it to your Amazon basket, where you can review products before checkout. I'm pretty sure this is connected to Michelle's account. Oh, great! That's amazing! Alexa, play soft jazz. (laughs) Alexa, do not play soft jazz. Do not. (laughs) Playing hard jazz. Soft jazz music. (laughs) Alexa... Do not play any music. Sorry, I don't know that one. Just be quiet. It's all recorded, I love this. Great. Say Alexa, stop. Fine, it's fine now. Derailed my ending. <laughs> oh, give it, give it three more minutes. <laughs> this okay. episode is now called Alexa Rules the World. 
<laughs> oh, I love messing with people's Alexas, but I didn't think we could mess with Craig's like that. Okay. It is not mine. It is Michelle's. It's oh. here purely because it's also hooked up to the doorbell when it's working. Right. Oh. You are all together. Elwood is reading his letter from Alexander, a.k.a. Fran. Indeed. Elwood can roll me the semi. <gasps> A sanity roll. A sanity roll. Hey. I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. You are saying you get five sanity. Jesus. Well, well I haven't even finished reading it yet. Could have rolled again in a minute. That's <laughs> <laughs> so how it works. Double roll. Just like hands the letter about here, read this. Oh yeah, four more sanity. <laughs> Until someone triggers the dread runes hidden in the words. <laughs> and they change six and explode. <laughs> <laughs> That's now canon. Topsy. Why I'm did you make so this Sorry. You're not sorry one bit. No, of course not. not. No, absolutely not. I was thinking that was a good place to end for the evening, as you have all gathered together once more. You have permission from the university to continue the funds. Now you just need to plan your travel to Egypt. I want to travel. May you what, Foxy? Um, Dr. Hamilton, what does it say? There's just there's just a a tear coming coming down my face right now. Like I'm not even speaking. Like I'm just taken in with emotion. It's a beautiful moment. It's a beautiful moment. Um, Irene comes over and like not pats him on the shoulder, just like gives his shoulder a light squeeze to let him know I, that um, there is someone there. I just I just pick up my glass and I just say to the room, I just want to call a toast to everyone we've lost and just I just go through the names of everyone we've lost. So, I remember their names. That's not an in character thing. That's my actual thing. Can't remember people's names. <laughs> um yes. So yeah, I just roll through everyone's names of the people we've lost. So Kat, Naveen, Alexander, Fran, whatever. All of them. I'm overcome Sam. with emotion. Sam gladly toasts each one. Cheers. Everybody except Irene roll sanity. Oh. I do not have a good history with this. Oh, I have such low sanity. Yeah, thought so. Um, did I roll? Did I roll? It hasn't come through. No. Oh. I don't know if it's D20 or... We rolled 20 all this time. There were no critical failures. That's what I was looking for. Everyone, get except for Irene, get to 12 sanity back as you toast those you have lost and remember them. Oh, my God. 12. Jeez. Huh. And we chapter, baby, and Foxy set up a beautiful sanity restorative farewell, fondness, kind words thing. It's a wonderful letter. Are you going to share it around with the others, or are you going to keep it to yourself, Elwood? I don't think I'd share it just yet. No. 
Um, for the sake of the listeners, or or are you going to plan on sharing it at some point? I mean, I'm going to share it with people. Yeah, I just I, I could read it out if people if if you want me to read it out. Yeah, read it out loud for the recording as a way to end off. Alrighty. Is this chapter two? Chapter two. This is a written speech to Elwood. I suppose the best way to start something like this is with an apology. I am sorry. Fear does strange things. Not that I feel justified in how I have acted. I have never killed someone face to face directly. The smell of their blood steaming, steaming in the snow, still lifeless. I have been a component of death many times, but never the sole perpetrator. I had to. It was in self-defense, but it still haunts me every night. My act, shall we call it. It is hard to maintain that level of pomposity, arrogance, hate. I sometimes wonder if I am more a ghost of myself than myself at this point, an illusion made real, simply through exposure. I do not enjoy it. Perhaps I do not even need it anymore, but it is like an old, worn pair of boots at this point. I hate that I have drove a rift between myself and the others. Everyone seems so nice, with their own quirks, but still widely accepting of others. Perhaps this will be an opportunity that turns into something more. Something more, that is what I had hoped for. I miss Sam so very much. I so very much wish, sorry. I had the strength to be what she was. No compromise, strong and steadfast, standing on her own two feet, spearing a path and life for herself, despite the world being the way it is. I believe what happened to her was my fault. Another face that haunts my dreams, clawing at my soul as I toss and turn in the night. I have never confessed this to anyone. When my aircraft was hit by my hit, my co-pilot died. Sure enough, you know about this. I flew back to the base, crashed the plane, survived, was discovered. What no one knows, what no one knows that was that the co-pilot knew me, the real me. We were lovers in secret, of course. When he died, it broke something in me. I suppose you may refer to it as your heart, but I broke. Drink and smoking. The years gone by still have not fixed that ache. Uh, and then it says the following section has been scribbled over to some extent, still legible. The lines are deep and look to have been made with some frustration. But you remind me of him. I did not think I would ever feel this way about anyone, anything in my life. But I so wish I could find the words to describe what it is. Elwood, you showed me that there is change, that I can try and find myself again, that I might be able to be the me I once was. Truth be told, it is a childish dream, perhaps. But I wonder if it is at all possible to do so together. I think I'm in love with you, Elwood. That is the end. Farewell. Well, not intended as a farewell. No. On that bombshell. Literally. Where Elwood wanted to toast all those you had lost. Yep. We will see you all next time for a journey to London. Dun, dun. Can the party survive? Will the pilot change sex and explode? (laughs) (laughs) Almost certainly. (laughs) We have to roll for oyster cards. (laughs) I mean, you're about to get on a plane, then a train, then a boat. We're about to break out the level 12 train venture boat. (laughs) (laughs) At least it's not a plane, a train, an automobile. (laughs) There might be automobiles, Clarissa. I prefer that boats never end well. Hey, can, can Carissa well, drive? So well for Any her. amount of travel that goes for this distance never goes well. Yeah. Not my fault. You guys let Nyarthotep take over your secret cargo boat. 
Uh, also, I the the uh, the the talking about um, uh, what's his face is being currently quite loopy. Um, I I've been listening to a lot of Sherlock Holmes recently. Uh, Sherlock Holmes recently, and I was just wondering what, if at some point someone's going to say he's come down with a touch of brain fever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad everyone had fun. I'm sorry, Yinx's backstory got up with her. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I wrote the backstory for us to, this to happen, but it was completely unexpected. You've got to expect the unexpected when you hand me a backstory to use. 